Welcome to the Human Design and Beyond podcast with your hosts, Leslie Wegleitner and Lori Wakefield. In these podcasts, we discuss all things related to human design. It's here where we share our knowledge, insights, and experiences. Join us as we dive into authentic conversations about letting go of resistance, identifying conditioning, and so much more. Our goal for you is to live in alignment with your unique human design. These quick bouts of inspiration will bring forward things to contemplate about your individual charts and inspire experiences in your everyday life to support your journey. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Lori. Hi, everyone. I'm Leslie. So today we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up with the with the roles we're here to play series. We're going to be talking about the six three profile, and um, we'll we'll start the way that we have it with the past episodes. I'll um, talk about the well. Actually, both of us will talk about the the different parts of the six three profile. I'll talk about line six, and then Leslie's going to talk about line three. And then we'll put the two lines together, and I'm going to mention a few people who have the 6-3 profile. I actually, you know, when I was looking, Leslie, I didn't really find too many people, um, probably, you know, well, one of the reasons I didn't have a whole lot of time. But the other reason is because um, there aren't really that many people right. in one of the least common profiles. So, yeah. um, so anyway, the... the um, the profile, just to just to summarize it again, it's basically the role that you're here to play to carry out your life's purpose, and and you've got a line on the con- on the conscious side and a line on the unconscious side, and the profile takes both of those lines, and they and there's like a like an attempt within ourselves to to merge or to work with both of the energies of the of the two different lines. So uh, some of the lines are are you know they work better together than some of the other lines. And the six three is actually well we'll get into. Um, and to some of the, um, I don't know if I would say difficulties, but I mean, would you call it that, Leslie? Like some of the things that, that can make it more challenging. Yeah, you know, challenges. Can, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but actually, the six three is it's it, the lines are homo- harmonious, so um, it, <laughs> which helps. <laughs> yeah, which helps, right? So um, yeah, it's okay. So the the six three we did the three six. Um, it was a while back, a, a few episodes ago. So the the six three and the three six those the, those are two profiles that um, both of the lines are in two different profiles, uh, which most of the most of the profiles aren't like that, but this just happens to be one of them. So we did talk about the three six. So this is just kind of a flip on the three six, where six is on the personality side and three is on the on the um, design side. So um, with the with the six three profile, one thing that's really interesting is well, you go through the the three phases with the with the with the line six, and when you're going through the first phase, it it's you're you have the energy of of the line three plus the line three for the line six, if that makes sense, because mm-hmm. because during the first phase in a, in a line six profile. During the um, first phase, they act as a line three. So during the like the first thirty to thirty-five years of their life, it can be like extremely challenging because you've got that energy. It's like it's like double double energy, right? Um, so the desire to experiment and to try different things and to you know be with different people and um, to it, there you're getting it on both sides. So it can be it can be kind of crazy. Um, 
And then when the line six moves into the second phase, well, one thing that's one thing that happens like with the, with the six three profile is that that line three is always going to be there. So even though you go into the you know the first, second, and third phases, that line three is always going to be there. So it's not going to be the same as it is for um, other profiles that just have the line six in it with another line. Um, so like even when they go into the second phase where, where they're on the roof, like between the ages of 30 to 35 up to about the age of 50, there's um, they go on the roof. And so that's a time to reflect and to just kind of pull back a little bit. But that line three is going to just try to pull them out. And mm-hmm. um, so they're not going to experience it like like other profiles that have line six. It's just it's different. It's a different energy. And then even with the. Um, when they move into the third phase, the role model phase, there is still always going to be that desire to experiment, to try new things and to find out what works and what doesn't work. So it, it's an interesting combination, definitely. Um, so with the line six, the the ultimate goal is to, to just be the most authentic version of yourself. So through the, through the three different phases, that's where you know it starts out with the th- first phase is the line, line three, regardless of what the other line is in the profile and then it goes into the um you know the the on the roof phase and then the role model phase um but during that whole time there you know there, there's just like a, a progression into like wisdom into into being you know objective into being just being able to be comfortable with who they are and then to be you know where other people look at them like they don't call themselves a role model it's not they're not trying to be a role model but other people see them as that so other people see them, you know, when they've, when they've reached that point, if, if, if they're operating in alignment with, you know, with their design, then they're going to be authentically expressing themselves and other people are going to pick up on that and they feed off of that. You know what I'm saying, Leslie, they'll feed off of mm-hmm. it. So it'll right. help them to feel okay about, you know, just being who they are. It's like, it's like going gray, right? <laughs> going gray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to do it. You know, <laughs> well, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I, you know, before we get on the call, we were talking about, cause we've kind of, you know, we've talked about both these lines already in the past, so I don't really have a whole lot more to say about it. Um, you know, I was just going to, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I really do have anything more to say about it. Do you want to talk about the line three, Leslie? Sure. Yep. So we've, you know, gone over the, the line three, two several times, but um, for just a recap. So the, this is in the position of the unconscious three. And so it's really about navigating the material plane by bumping into things. And their discovery happens through this trial and error process, which kind of makes them really um, very adaptable and resilient types. Um, so, and, and this is kind of their natural state for them to, you know, come across these discoveries because of these experiences that they keep, you know, bumping into. And it also, um, allows them to kind of figure out their truth and their own conclusions on things. Um, where others just, and and another thing is there's places that they go that others just will not go because, you know, it's just looks a little too, too experimental. (laughs) But um, (laughs) this is kind of what makes them the pioneers and the ventures, um, adventurous people. And they are the ones that will create and find these new discoveries and get, and then they gather the wisdom along the way so that they can share with others. Um, And then in relationships, it's, uh, you know, it's about bonds made and broken. 
Um, so, you know, there could be that a lot of trial and error in relationships. Um, and they will be the one that can just break it off and walk away and not look back. Um, so, and that's also with jobs, relationship with jobs, people, you know, that's all in that category. And whatever is no longer serving them, they can just, uh, walk away and, and break that bond. So some of the, um, things that can happen, if not, you know, uh, using strategy and authority and being able to know which, you know, uh, what I want to say, experiences to have, they can become very ungrounded in their trial and error process and end up kind of accident prone. And then they can also, um, you know, make mistakes and not ever learn from them. So they continue making those escapes. And then the last thing is they can become escapists and they kind of want to run away from their problems or, you know, and not in a violent state. So, um, which is kind of interesting because my partner is a 6'3 and I'll kind of go into, you know, kind of our conversation this morning at breakfast. Um, but are you, do you want to go right into the 6'3 now or? Oh, you can go into it. Yeah. Okay. So um, just a couple things, you know, Lori was saying that you're the three, three in the first phase of life. So it's kind of the, would be the martyr, martyr. And um, which is really, they can come, become the very much a victim and they feel very lonely. They can feel very alone in this, at this time. And so they become kind of angry people, if not, you know, following strategy and authority and understanding truly what's happening um, and not entering into these uh, experiences correctly. But um, what this, it's really a mutative force with the trial and error. And so this chaotic life that their experiences, it all comes down to mutation which I found really kind of fascinating. Um, so when they're in this 3-3 stage, uh, there's a lot going on in their life. So like Lori was touching on, um, so when they're up on the roof, so like a 6-2 where they're on the roof, they're, that first 10 years, they get to experience that healing and the, the, um, the ability to kind of reflect and see what's happening. Um, but with the 6-3, that doesn't ever get to happen because they're constantly being pulled down from others to continue experiencing. So being on the roof they're you know, they're asking this question of like, okay, what's next? What's next? Because that three is pulling them. And then they also have people that are, are pulling them down and having these experiences. And the six, two, um, when they get off the roof, because they had this time to reflect and really go into the healing that works well. Yeah. Yeah. That phase works well with the line too, because, because the, the, the hermit, the hermit. You know? yeah. yeah. And so just kind of giving people kind of the perception. Um, so they come down and, and they know uh, what to trust and how to, you know, be the six, right. Cause they, they've got kind of got the foundation. Whereas the six, three, when they come off the roof, it's, um, they didn't really ever fully get the whole roof phase, the aloofness, the the mm-hmm. healing aspect of it. And so the, actually the benefits of being on the roof. So they, here they come down, they're still experiences to trial and error. And then there's that six line that they're trying to get a foundation and understand, okay, here's that I'm, I'm coming into that six phase yet. It's, it's kind of a fumbling process. It's kind of like they're, you know, they're still in this, trial and error phase of what is that six. And then that kind of gives them um, 
it takes them a longer time to really know what they can trust in life because of that. It doesn't like just land for them like the six, two and like even the four, six, I mean, there's a point where you kind of, you do feel more confident. You kind of step into it. Um, so I just, I, I find that really, um, a chan- I mean, I can see where that would really be a challenge. And so my question this morning at breakfast <laughs> was, because I'm, I'm with a 6'3", and I know his, his life, uh, you know, his first 30 years were, wow. I mean, from having a mother that um, had some psychiatric stuff, and then his father died when he was like two, and so they were... Um, ship to a relative to live there and then in Sedona or something. And then that didn't work out. So then they finally get adopted from a family that already had four children. It was him and his brother. And I mean, just, and then that father passed away very young when he was in his forties. So the transition that just kept happening for him of, um, you know, and the trial and error, and then not to mention, talk about, you know, the escapism, well, he smoked a lot of pot starting at about the age of 12. So that's how he handled it. <laughs> um, and But, you know, looking back at that, it's like the wisdom that, you know, came from all those different experiences and the, the compassion. And I, you know, when I see him out in the world, he's very comfortable. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where we are where we're walking, like, you know, we could be in a dark alley and he is grounded and secure and it makes me feel really safe because nothing shakes him Mm -hmm. because his foundation was so much upheaval that I think he's just been able to really take this chaotic life and just be really, really feel safe with himself and Mm -hmm. and be able to take the change as it comes, you know, and um, I can't say there's still things in his life that come up and changes and, and um, because he still has that three and, you know, even though he's moving in with the six, three. Um, but yeah, I just, it's, I can see where it would be very, very chaotic mm-hmm. <laughs> just looking at him and in his process through the years. So. Did you tell him he's a six, three? I did. What did he yeah. say? I mean, did you try to explain to him or? or I, I did. And he didn't, he didn't have a, lot to say but he's you know he's like yes I don't you know I think when you're it's part of your life and it's who you are and he doesn't do human design so I think he's just like oh yeah I've gone through a lot but he doesn't know any different right exactly you know so it's but when like someone like me on the outside looking in like wow your childhood was way different than mine that had a mom and dad we had a household I mean you know I had my things within the household but not like I wasn't bouncing from trying to live at one household at the age, you know, born to the age of two and then shipped off to a whole nother state, a whole nother household, then shipped off again. So in the first, you know, three to four years of his life, he lived in three different places with three different moms. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, you know, and that's not Excuse something me. that yeah. you choose. Yeah. It's not like you choose that, right? That's mm-hmm. where the threes are just playing out. Um. And then, you know, the escapism and, you know, he went through all that, that phase in his world to, uh, you know, learning to use different means. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's, it's pretty fascinating. Very Um, interesting. Yeah. 
It is. Yeah, I know. When I when I heard about my profile, yeah, I mean, like, because it's interesting when you hear about like the different, you know, when you look at your own chart and you and you see the different things that are going on in the chart, but but the four or six, I mean, I definitely definitely resonate with that. Hmm. Yeah. In the yeah. phases and stuff, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. since we've gone, we both have gone through them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we can relate and kind of look back and reflect and go, "Oh yeah, you know." Yeah, I don't think I know any six threes. I mean, he, so do you know anybody besides Jim who's a six three? I don't. Nope. That's the only one, and and it's interesting because when you're in relationship with them your your life's a little chaotic too mm-hmm. i mean you know because their experience you know tends to be your experience sometimes so um i'm i'm grateful i only have one yeah <laughs> you know and the other thing they were talking about is like careers you know and it's kind mm-hmm. of um kind of the same thing and oh my goodness he went through so many careers and Did he? and yes oh gosh many many careers mm-hmm. and um before now, you know, now he's a landlord, but, but they're saying a lot of times those six threes can't settle down and, and have the, they need that consistency in life because otherwise they lose out of opportunities. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they won't stick with the company to then benefit, to actually be with the company long enough to, to have the benefits. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then luckily, you know, he's been a landlord for 30 plus years. So now he's reaping the benefits of that. But, um, I could see where, you know, in the beginning, oh gosh, there was, there were so many jobs. I mean, just like all over, he, oh, I used to do that. Oh, I did that. Oh yeah. I've been, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. um, I could see. And, uh, so, and what, the, what was interesting, I heard too, with the kid thing, which kind of fits into Jim's life was the best type of mother is actually having a mother that doesn't care. Really? Because they, they need to go out and have all these experiences mm, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, open, yeah, yeah. and be open to the world to really, yeah. and I found, oh my gosh. I mean, it's not that he didn't have caring mothers. I don't want to say that, but, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't super stable all the time. Right. So he right. was, he was a, the youngest of six children. So you can imagine by the time he got to the last home, you know, that mother was like, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Do whatever. <laughs> Let me know when you get back. Yeah. 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 So, yeah I was going to say, um, when I was talking, I, at the beginning about like, well, it would be for, you know, the first phase of the line six and then the line three throughout their life. But when, the, when they're young that, you know, they do best when they have people that just allow them to experiment and to do what, you know, because that's mm-hmm. what, that's what, how they're naturally designed. So they need to experiment. Right. I mean, the, the, the key is, you know, and when they're young like that, I mean, unless, unless they have, you know, parents who, who understand human design, I mean, it's, it's going to be different for, you know, for, for different kids, but, but just to let them do, it's not, it's not so much like let them do whatever they want to do, but, but, but what, what's aligned to them, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, you know, as you, as they get older, like the line three, obviously it's going to be when you're aligned, you know, with your, with your design that you're going to be, choosing the right things to experiment with you're not going to just be like doing anything and everything you know and end up with you know crazy things going on in your life because of you know things you've done and decisions you've made but yeah when they're when they're young that's super important is to just allow them 
to be able to experiment. So, right. Well, they can't be that mutative force in that wisdom phase if they don't have the trial and error to Mm -hmm. to back it, you know, which it would be really hard to be a mom. Mm-hmm. And oh, with yeah. this, I think with a six three, oh, yeah. just really step yeah, I, back. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd be like, okay, close my eyes and let me know when you're done. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. You know, just yeah, exactly. Jobs. Yeah. You know, it's like they're eighteen and they're going job to job, and you'd be yeah. like, oh my gosh, this kid. You know, like he's never gonna land, or you yeah. know, what. Yeah. yeah, that's just part of the process, you know, and, and that, you mm-hmm. know, paired with the line six. I mean, that's part of the like the evolutionary process for them is getting to the point right. where they through all those experiences and, and through the continued experiences that they gain the wisdom about what works and what doesn't work and just, you know, being willing to try different things, you know, not being locked into, Oh, this is, you know, this is what I've always done. And that's what I'm always going to do. You know, it's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. Hey, let me try that. Or, you know, yeah. Being open, you know, open-minded in that sense, open to experiences. Yeah. So anyway, um, did you, do you have anything else that you want to say or can I mention my, like, few no, people, you, my, my few people, like four? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I didn't find any reflectors, uh, which isn't surprising, but, um, yeah. so for generators, Matt Damon, the actor, he's actually okay. a producer now. Yeah. Or director. I don't know. He's doing stuff like that. See, changing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's getting into more of a managerial role. Right. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and then, um, for our projectors, Serena Williams, she's actually a, a oh. mental mental projected projector. Isn't that interesting? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah I I have I, someone I know. She's a mental projected projector, but she's not a six two. She's actually a two four, but or six three. I mean, she's a two four. But but yeah, mm. that's a really interesting, really interesting um, design. The mental projected, don't you think? Yeah, so? it is very. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, um, and then for manifestors, uh, Liv Tyler, the actress, um, Stephen Tyler's daughter, Aerosmith, Stephen Tyler. Yeah. Crazy Stephen Tyler. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, actually, well, my, well, it's actually, I, yeah, one of our friends bought tickets. We're going to go see Aerosmith. Like I'm not like a big Aerosmith fan at all, but I'm like, like I'm into metal and stuff like that. But yeah. um, but well, I guess they're rock and roll. Well, but yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Yeah, Jim is like any old geezer band that comes through. I want to see him because they're dying, <laughs> which is true. I mean, it's I mean, true. It's like, yeah. He's like got to yeah. see him while they're still here. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. It'll it'll be interesting, definitely. So yeah. Anyway, that'll be in the fall, and then uh, the other the other uh, six three um, manifestors on Arnold Palmer, the golfer. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Cool. So, Anyway, um, I guess that'll probably wrap things up. You think so? Yeah. Feels good. So, yeah. So thanks so much for joining us today. In our next episode, uh, in our next episode, that's, that's what I was, where I was pausing because we haven't really like, we don't know yet. So it's going to totally be a surprise. have a game plan. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway, if you'd like to see the show notes for today's podcast, you can find them at, at our website, our website at www.align and achieve by design.com. The show notes will be listed under podcasts, episode 38. If you'd like to join us as we continue our exploration, uh, well, actually that, that doesn't fit anymore. It's not going to be, if you'd like to join us um, as we continue, like with, with the next phase, whatever <laughs> we're going to go into, we don't, yep. you know, actually we do. We have a couple ideas. We just don't know for sure yet, but be sure to subscribe to our podcast. And then, um, 
Another thing I wanted to mention uh, is that we have the free guide that we're offering. So if you, uh, it's human design guide. So if it's something that you're interested in, you can find it either in the show notes or if you go to our website, it's listed under, I don't even know what I put it under, something on, on the, boy, that's helpful, isn't it? Something, <laughs> something on the menu bar. I think it's, I don't know, maybe it says resources or something. But anyway, so I, uh, or if you know somebody else who might be interested, you can let them know about it. So anyway, thanks again and have a great day. Thanks, everyone. Bye.